The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Drew Clark. What's going on, Chris? Oh, man, another week, another week. Yeah, yeah. Another 1985 movie. Time just keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Do you know I was driving today and I was thinking about something else and I had this idea of what would be cool to have on an anniversary show, like kind of like, hey, we're going to start doing this, but we should we should do it on a... a a, a, a milestone cut. number, yeah. right? A, a number that's a milestone. Yep. And so I was thinking, maybe when we go to 50, we'll do that. I was we're, like, wait a second. I think we've already 50, done bro. 50. <laughs> and I looked, I was like, holy crap. This is like 73. Yeah. It's insane. We're probably coming up. We're probably coming pretty close to a year and a half now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's bonkers, dude, to see know, to dude. see that. I'm, I'm always like, holy cow. Like, I have other shows and that have gone way past that. But well, just to be on remember when a, we did 50, I was saying... Wow, I can't believe this is 50 episodes. Yeah. This went quick. Totally. Um, with that said, do you want to announce what we're going to be doing? With, For what? With the show? With Out of the Shadows? The visual aspect? What are you talking about? The fact that... Yes, I know. So, <laughs> hello, shadow people. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you're here now. Oh, hello. Um, we... We're going to be doing things a little bit differently. As far as I've been told by the producers, we're still going to have audio on your favorite podcast listening um, service. However, we're going to be adding a new layer. So you know this thing, they show movies in 3D. It's a new dimension. Chris and I will be coming at you in a new dimension. Dude, if we could pull off 3D technology, that'd be amazing. It's still a new dimension than they've already been getting. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, we will be starting to very shortly record the show, uh, video wise. Yeah. And we were going to, we're going to have ourselves up on, uh, on a YouTube channel. Yep. Um, so you guys can get to know us a little bit better. Um, point out all the flaws in my appearance in my face. <laughs> uh, and be kind of like we're better friends. It'll you know be fun, I mean? man. It'll yeah. be fun. We're, we're dipping our toes into the YouTube stratosphere. Yeah. See what happens out in that universe. Yeah. Might uh, as well, right? Everybody else is doing it. So we'll do that for episode 75. Okay. Episode 75. It's a milestone episode. Will yeah. be the very first episode you'll see on YouTube. So keep that in the books. But you can still listen to us on your podcast uh, platforms. So if you just still want to keep us on the phone, in the car, you know, at the gym, which I don't blame work. you. Once you see us on there, you might be like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go back to listen, uh, yeah. listen to these guys. Um. Anyway, so that's that's that. That's fun stuff. Uh, I want to ask you something, dude. Yeah. Where so you know like I know for sure werewolf movies are not your thing. Yes. Where does found footage fall for you? Where does found footage yeah. fall? Are, do you enjoy them? Ooh. Are you just like yeah? Are you in um, different? It's got to be done good. They're 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 hit or miss for me. Right. It's got to be good, and there's really no rhyme or reason I can give to why they're hit or miss. Um, like. Obviously, um, Blair Witch. I love Blair Witch. The original um, Paranormal Activity was good. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, it's still good. Host was good. Um, but again, it's something fresh. It's different. Now, Host being uh, not the not the Korean film. There was a... No. Not that one. We're talking about the... the uh, Pandemic film on Shudder yeah, that was basically indie. filmed uh, completely over Zoom. Yes, the indie horror flick. Now, um, that said... Mm-hmm. The produ- director producer, I think, writer director producer of Host, mm-hmm. has a new found footage film out there. I feel like I've heard about, and it's this. also a pandemic style era film. Okay, uh, it's called Dashcam. Have you seen Interesting. it? Interesting. No, there's a trailer out for it. No, or? yes, there's a trailer. It's, it's already out. Oh, it is. So I'm saying we is it watch on Shutter. It. I don't think so. I think it's on Prime. I'll have to look. Okay, but. I think we should watch it. 
and, and uh, just do a special episode that just a, a one-off. Like, hey, we, this is an episode about dash cam. Let's do it. Yeah, why not? Um, that said, I saw also that there's another film coming to Netflix from Taiwan. Interesting. A found footage film. Okay. That I'm going to quote it from bloodydisgusting.com. Taiwanese found footage horror incantation heads to Netflix in July. The film was released theatrically in Taiwan in March and has been described as the scariest Taiwanese film ever. Interesting. Ever. Inspired by a true story involving a family of cult worshippers in Kaohsiung, Taiwan, the film was shot in a mockumentary style interspersed by found footage and actors breaking the fourth wall to address the audience. Hmm. The IMDb, uh, IMDb synopsis heeds the following warning. Quote, this is a cursed video. It might contain certain risks to watch. For those who dare to follow, please solve the puzzle of my daughter's curse with me. Interesting. What? Sounds like it's going to be a fun few months of found footage I missed horror. the days when I was younger, and movies like that would come out, and they would say things like that, and I'd be like, ooh, that's, ooh, that's like... It has to be real. Real, yeah. They they wouldn't put a disclaimer out. They're putting it there for a reason. I miss that naivety, right? I do, but no, that kind of makes it. That sounds pretty good, dude. It does sound awesome. <laughs> but dude. again, I hold my breath because I've been burned too many times before. You do. Dashcam. Um, I've heard a lot of amazing things about. Okay. However, it also has a little bit of its own controversy because of the style of of well, the, who the main character is. Who's the main character? Um, it's just just who they are, like the kind of person they are. Oh, oh so okay. uh, so yeah, dude, it's gonna be interesting. I, I, well, I can't wait to, to check that out. Maybe I should wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Just make sure you bring that comment up when we talk about it. Oh, we will. We will. It's a big deal. It's a big part of the the film. Um, so we'll get into it when we get into it. Anyway, we're here to talk about 1985 horror, dude. Yes, we're of here course. to talk about another installment uh, within found within the. Documentary In Search of Darkness, Volume 1. We're here to talk zombies. We're here to talk George Romero's zombies. So, Chris, you posed a question to me once, um, asking me, saying, you know my stance on werewolf movies. Yeah. How do I feel about found footage movies? Yeah. So, I posed the same question to you. How do you feel about zombie movies? Love them. Yeah? Yeah, dude. I remember, for me, because the original Night of the Living Dead is one of the earlier horror films i saw when i was a kid okay and just absolutely loved it i loved it i loved it and so all of them no matter uh, romero's all of romero's no matter how hokey some of them got um i've always loved his stuff and i think the reason why is because a lot of his story isn't just here's a quick scary story for entertainment it's literal commentary like he he is making comment he's he's commenting on Whatever's going on in society and the world and culture at that time, mm-hmm. um, and this one's is one of them as well. So we're jumping into Day of the Dead. First, he created the most frightening film ever made. Then he took his unique vision of terror one step further. Now, George A. Romero takes us out of the night, beyond the dawn, and into the darkest day of horror the world has ever known. Day of the Dead. There have to be survivors in Washington. Oh, my. They have more sophisticated shelters than this one. There have to be people in those shelters who know about us, who know where we are. With no radio contact, they'll come looking for us. I said shut up! They can be tricked into being good little girls and boys. The same way we were tricked into it. And promise of some reward to come. What the fuck is wrong with you people? They're dead! They're fucking dead, and you want to teach them tricks? They have to be rewarded, Captain. Why else will they do what we want them to do? I don't want them to do anything but drop Those are my men in there! 
fucking lunatics. George A. Romero's Day of the Dead. The most eagerly awaited day in horror film history. 1985 version. Yes, because it was a remake. Yes, I think all of his has had, has all of his earlier ones have had remakes. Now, I think right? at some point, yeah, but I don't know if they're all connected like the originals were. But his dead just... films kept going up until I think other people started making or something. Them. No, like, even him, like twenty. When well, was it? Well, he was too. But then there's a couple. I think there's one or two maybe that really? other people made. Yeah, I think. Don't quote me. But this one, dude, this is Day of the Dead, right? Yeah. 1985's Day of the Dead. We walk out of the theater. The sun's super bright, and you're like squinting and shit. What's your first thoughts? Um. Not what I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, because having seen Night of the Living Dead, that was what, 1968? Yeah. Okay, so now fast forward 13 years. Um, to me, there wasn't much of a change in the filming style and the way it was filmed. It, it seemed very much the same in the sense of that it wasn't this grand sort of production. It was super low scale. Uh, um uh, uh, independent, I mean. And I figured, just knowing how filmmakers adapt and evolve and grow, 13 years after he did that movie, he would have at least had some sort of... Because he's a well-known director, dude. Yeah. He just did... He, yeah. His last film before this one that we just watched was Creepshow. I figured he would have had studio backing, like high studio backing behind him. They're giving him the budget because they know he can do this. Um, and I don't understand why that never happened for him. Zombie movies weren't as hardcore popular as they are now, or how, how they got. He was. I, I, I mean, guess. we got to look to him and, and thank him because we never would have had Walking Dead had it not been for oh, Romero's films. Just and because Walking of what Dead, zombies are, but also Greg Nicotero too. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But so there's that, right? But then there's also, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's. I think it's just mostly that at the time there wasn't. You know, studios aren't looking at this saying, oh, we're going to get a good return on our investment. So, you know what I mean? They see zombie movie. They're like, no, we're not doing zombie movies. You want to do something else? We'll do this. And he's like, no, I want to do this. And again, because he could tell his stories and uh, in a way where he was making comments on society, you know, uh, hidden in a zombie film, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, for me, too, the same thing, right? This is not what you expect in a zombie film because with a zombie film, typically what you're looking for is um, there's the outbreak, there's the band of survivors, and I didn't know this was the follow-up to 78's Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. which probably would have made more sense. But here we barely got anything of how it started or any of that, right? We didn't yeah. see that. We didn't see the downfall of society. We were plopped right in. We're basically plopped into the middle of season two of of Walking Dead, basically, without yeah. watching the whole opening thing and everything start out right. Yep, and so that's what characters already come in with predisposition for right their relationships, everything, right? Dude, where they come from, why they're there. Now, in terms of like how I felt, though, wasn't what I expected, but I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought um, I thought it was entertaining. I thought there was stuff in there that was actually really cool mm-hmm. ideas with yeah. what they were working with. But then, you know, of course, it's 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 a uh, it's the type of movie it is. So it's not, it's not, you know, there, there was a lot of stuff where you're just like, yeah, okay. See, and it's, you have horror movies. You just got to accept it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You have horror movies, right? And then you have your subgenres, zombies. And I feel like there's two subgenres of zombie movies. There's zombie movies and Romero zombie movies. Yeah. So watching this, I knew exactly what I was watching. Yeah. Um, this was very familiar to me having seen Night of the Living Dead. Um, Again, I did enjoy it, but it's different from what I expected. This yeah. felt very much the way it was filmed, the music. Uh, the Plus, I also watched it. I don't know where you watched this, but I watched it on Tubi. Prime. I watched it on Tubi. It was the VHS version. It was the, the uh, VHS. Shout, Shout TV yes, version or whatever. Yes, which was really cool to watch it that yeah. way. But it so felt, it's got that low-grade quality and to the film. Maybe this lent into it, but it felt like a daytime TV movie to me. Okay. Except for, obviously, the gore. Yeah. But just the way it, it, it felt, the way uh, uh, it was filmed. Um, again, it's not this big production. It's a it's a yeah. It felt like a TV, film. a made for TV movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. The mm-hmm. the the, the uh, some of the acting, some of that stuff. You know, it definitely which I'm not knocking it. I'm no. not knocking it. I'm just saying that's um, how I see it. Then we have Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. Special effects makeup. Oof. 
Now, the special effects gore, phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. However, don't you start to wonder why every single dead person that's walking has some sort of horrific head injury? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't any of them just look like they died yesterday or, or, you know what I mean? Like right when this happened, so they're a little bit more fresh. They're just kind of walking around dead. But instead, it's like they, they've got exploding eyes or half yeah, their dude. face is missing and all that shit. And I get it. It's supposed to be creepy and gory. You want it to be that. But I was like, okay. Well, again, but, but it also depends on how – depends on two factors. How far into the zombie outbreak are, are we? Are we, right. And number two, how many people are still left alive? Right. Because if we're a year in, eight months in, these people are still are going to be very decayed looking, these zombies – and right. you're not going to have as many fresh people, right? So unless you just had die somebody that was dying naturally, right? Because there's going to well, be yes, old people that, that have survived, right? Mean, and then all of us, but that we may never even see one. What I'm saying True. is that the, the population of fresh zombies to old zombies is going to be very low, depending on how many people are alive, how far into the outbreak we are. True, you know what I mean. So I don't know. Um, um, in terms of here's the other thing too. This is where I say black and white would have made it killer. Oh, God, dude. Make yeah, it black and, and white, watch, bro. Watch it in black and white. Make it black and white, and then all of a sudden, these kind of pale green, mm-hmm. that what just totally looks like 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 Hollywood makeup. It doesn't look... But why do you think Night of the Living Dead was so good and so groundbreaking? Yeah. It's because you had minimal makeup. And I guarantee, like I've never seen the color version, but I bet you, I'm not. A, I'm, I've never. I've, they don't I've look what they need it, to look like. But not a fan. And the black and white helps hide that. And I think, I think now imagine looking at that one bub right mm-hmm. and the way he's acting and stuff, in black but just and in white. black and white. Yeah, dude. It would have it would have evoked feelings of old school Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, which is funny, which right? Because exact- we're gonna get we're gonna get yeah, into dude. that too. Um, yeah, so yeah, dude, I enjoyed it, right? I love I love it for what it is, but obviously there's going to be things where you're looking at it going, oof, that's rough. And and again, though, I, I understand that, like, that and shit, I know great. coming into this film, I know to expect that. And again, I know it's a Romero film, yeah. so I'm predisposed to that. Um, I've never seen this one before. The ooh, Now that we've gone through the list of the movies, uh, the, day, uh, the dead movies, only one I think I've ever seen is Night of the Living Dead. Wow, you never saw Dawn. Uh, I saw the remake. Okay. Oh, yes. it was Ving Rhames? Uh, is it Ving Rhames? That was the... I don't remember, dude. Yeah. Ty Burrell was in it um, in the supermarket at the mall. But again, it's still a good story. And now that I know it yes. plays off of Dawn of the Dead, so we know that it had already happened, you know. Well, see, and I was coming into this thinking this was Dawn of the Dead. I thought this was going to be the one at the, the, the mall. The mall. I got gotcha. you. Yes. Uh, no, because this one, I love the way this one opens, too, because it, it makes you go like, what the hell's going on, right? Because you get this lady sitting in the middle of yeah. a, a room that has no doors or windows. Mm-hmm. It's an entirely enclosed room. Cinder block walls. And she's just sitting there with at one end with her, her head in her arms, you know, just kind of hunched over. And then she looks up, and she sees across the room on the wall a calendar. Mm-hmm. And she gets up and walks to it, and it says October, and all the days are marked off. And she just stares at it. And stares at it, and then she hears a noise, and then all of a sudden, all these arms just come shooting out, shooting of, the out of the wall, and she wakes up. But when that happens, I'm like, "Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! That was very cool, dude." See, and I liked it because, however, they did the effect for the wall, you couldn't tell that it was Mm-mm. paper. That because I I rewound it and I paid attention to the cinder block wall because sometimes you can tell if there's a breakaway piece of wood wall section of wall whatever it is, you can tell that it's fake sometimes in older movies, but you couldn't tell couldn't tell so nice. it kind of came out of nowhere it was nice dude yeah. um but she literally jerks awake she's sleeping we find that she's in a helicopter mm-hmm. uh next to her is this dude that's just like freaking out he's holding on to i'm assuming it's like it wasn't rosary but it's these chains that had like little medallions mm. or maybe like yeah you know um uh there's a there's this black dude sitting in the in one of the pilot seats in front and there's this other guy next to him as well and basically you're getting the idea that they're going up and down looking for people and he's yep. calling, putting calls out on radios and no one's answering. So they decide, let's put it down and just check out this area. Right. And whatever the, I don't know how it was mentioned, but this is Florida. We're in Florida here. Mm-hmm. And I knew when I saw something about Seminole, whatever, I was like, Oh, I know where that's at. Um, I thought it was LA at first just cause the palm trees. Yeah. Um, but then later on, 
there was a map on the wall of Florida, and I was like, oh, Florida, gotcha, cool. Yeah, and they said something about Pensacola too. I think they mm. mentioned it, and some they mentioned another city. I think they mentioned Seminole. I can't remember, but. Uh, anyway, so they put the copter down, and they're looking for people. They're calling out for people, um, and all of a sudden, here come the zombies, right? Mm-hmm. And it's our first – we see zombies our first time here, and they're coming yep. out, shuffling out, and coming after them. Well, and we are giving uh, – you know, they do the title sequence, and it's yeah. a bunch of shots around the city, with, you yeah. know, zombies all over the place. But let me ask you something, Chris. Ready? There's one in particular that has me a little baffled. There was one that had me, too. I was like, wait, is that for real? And I rewound it, and it was – the alligator? No, that's awesome. That baffled me. The alligator coming out of the building. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to show you that it's so, in Florida. Yeah, and society is no longer a thing. Yeah, so now yeah. nature's taking over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that baffled me was the zombie with the cane. There's a zombie. Okay. That's like coming with the group, a bunch of them, and I and I just. Happened to look over and it was doing this thing, but its other arm was super dead next to it. And I saw it's because it was using the cane, and I was just like, "Does that zombie have a cane?" <laughs> yeah, the zombie had a cane, bro. Interesting, dude. Um, anyway, but that comes to play later on in the movie, dude. There you go. It does, right? So that's uh, okay. Maybe it's not a mis- it's not a like dumb little thing, right? Because uh, I could just see you know yeah. Romero getting as many people as he can. He's just like, just make sure you don't see it. Put like walk it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have all these people stand around that person. Um, so these people uh, jump back into the helicopter mm-hmm. and take off. Yep. And they talk about how, like, you know, it just seems like no matter what, they nobody's out here. They seem to be maybe they are the only ones left. And so they fly off to what ends up being this camp, this kind of uh, research facility. Underground, um, yep. There's underground, but at the bu- above ground where they end up landing, it, it, at first, because you don't know it's underground yet, mm-hmm. you j- it looks just like a camping, like a camp, uh, an encampment, mm. you know, um, like a military encampment. They land, everybody's getting out, and they're arguing about what they should do, and um, the black dude apparently is from the Caribbean, yep. because he's got this like Jamaican real accent. thick J- Jamaican accent, and... It was an act because in real life that actor does not have that accent. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Uh, okay. He's an American-born actor. That wow. that actor. Um, they just did that in another horror movie we watched where they made the black guy have a Jamaican. Doesn't accent. it make you just go like, I'm why, like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what does this add to the character? Right. Was that was that written in the script or was that the actor's choice? Well, oh, don't you worry about me, man. I'm gonna be from and, Jamaica. And if that's the character that he decided to create, you know? then I get that. But right. if that was a hey, you're gonna have a Jamaican accent, it's like okay. Maybe but be, what was, was the reasoning for that? Maybe for him, maybe it was a it, it was the actor's choice because he's reading the script and he's like, this dude loves he all he wants to do is drink his pina coladas on the beach. Yeah, so obviously he's from the, the Caribbean. Beach. Yeah, he's from Jamaica. <laughs> And smoke the ganja. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, they, they, they're trying to figure out what they want to do. And this guy's just like, yeah, we should just go to a beach and relax and just be there. Yeah. No more. And she's like, no, we really have to figure out if there's other survivors and we have to do something about yeah. what's going on in the world. And so they end up going down this elevator thing. And now you realize there's an underground bunker. Uh, not only is there an underground bunker, but there's oh, before they do it, they get met by the military, other military people, yeah, yeah, yeah. scientists and stuff. And um, the lady, the main, one of the main characters, looks over and you see some graves, fresh graves. And she makes a comment about yeah. there being another grave. And they said, well, the, the captain, whoever he was, or the major, whatever, he's a, a um, sergeant or whatever. Yeah, some was. sort of yeah. uh, military guy just died, right? The guy basically running the military group of people there. So we get down there, right? And we find, yes, there's a whole bunch of military, too. Yep. And so overall, what's happening here is after the outbreak, right, as, as the outbreak was beginning... They the the United States government wanted their some of their top scientists working on what this was and how to stop it in this facility, and they were like this this military um, group this this squadron was assigned there to protect them and to help them with whatever's whatever needed. they needed. Yep. Well, now the world's overrun, and these people are they've lost contact with everybody. They're just trying to figure out what they should They're do just next. Still keeping on, dude, doing what they were told to do. Exactly. They know no better. But some of them are going out looking for survivors, doing mm-hmm. this kind of round everybody up thing. Uh, so they're getting back, and they just found out that this dude died. Yep. All right, cool. 
the lady ends up there's this conversation between her and the guy that was freaking out in the helicopter um this hispanic guy i forgot his name but you get the feeling that they they are kind of a couple yes uh because there's co- there's things that are mentioned about that they sleep together uh, but it's then, a very strange it relationship. Is. It is because it doesn't feel like they have any kind of like yeah romantic. any attachment at all. Yeah, um, and it is feels that the more acting? Like is it just... just they didn't do a good job of it? No, I think this is probably whether it was a happy accident or not. Um, I think this may have been how it was actually set up and established, and those were how the characters were supposed to be. Because um, it adds, yeah, to it. Because I'm stuck down here in a bunker. Yeah. People got humanly needs, man. Yeah. But, you know. I don't have to like you. This is it. Because she's the only woman. Basically. She's the only she woman. She is the only woman. Yeah. With all these guys, she's the only woman. Yep. Okay. Um. And, and, and there's a such thing as a proximity crush. Um, and again, like you said, she's the only woman. Yeah. You don't really have any other prospects. So she's like, um, we need to you know, try to focus on this, and we got to do this, and we got to still try to find people. I'm going to go and talk to one of the scientists, right? And so she goes down to this room where there's a scientist working on all of these different bodies, and they're well, all the zombies. They go down, and oh, she's telling corrals. it. Because well, the whole... The whole well, the whole thing that she's telling him about in the airplane is like you need to like take Chill it easy, out. dude. Yeah. You're like, you're like, uh, uh, really going off the like, deep end. He's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So when fine. they get down there, he uh, he gets called to go do some more work right away, and she's like, no, he's got to relax, man. He's about to, he's he's losing it. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck you. We don't have any other people who's coming with us. Yeah. Then she goes and sees the other doctor. That's right. She goes to talk to the doctor, and the doctor's uh, working on and has experiments, right? And mm-hmm. he's he's got some of these bodies, but you can see they're hooked up to like electrodes, and he's basically telling her like, "I'm making big progress. Check this out, right?" And he's acting like this thing wants to eat, and he goes, "But I've taken out the stomach. I've taken out all this stuff. It's not. It doesn't need to eat. It just it wants to. It's part mm-hmm. of the this this kind of innate drive." And he's like, "I think if we can." You know, manipulate it so we quell that. We can start manipulating other parts of the brain to teach them and make them like domesticate them, almost yes, like they're animals. Dogs, dude. And she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like A new form of slavery. They dude. call him Frankenstein too. Yeah, they call him they Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, because yeah. he's doing all this shit, right? Um, she notices one of the one of the cadavers is missing a head completely. It's just the brain, right? Yeah. It's just the brain, and it's reacting a certain way. He's like, "Watch this," and he does this little thing on on the computer or whatever, and then or, or the machinery, and the arm raises up, mm-hmm. and then it comes back down. And he's and she looks at him a little closer, and she's like, "Is that Major Hobbs? I think his name is Hobbs or Snobs or something like that." I don't even know, dude. And he goes, "Well." Like we, I need. We have I to continue him. this. I need this. He goes. Well, who did know. you? He goes. Who'd you bury? He goes. Who did they bury? He goes. That was a. It was one of these other cadavers that they buried. <laughs> He's like, you can't tell anyone. I need yeah. to be able to do this. This is for the betterment of. We we might be able to fix this and, and figure the guy's this dead out anyway. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. And so she's like, all right, fine, I won't. Right. Um. She goes upstairs and. She wants to like she, we get the other. There's more military guys there, and mm-hmm. they're uh, they're talking and stuff. And one of the guys is basically like, "I'm the one in charge now." You know, this is I'm going to be running the show. Yep. And she's like, "This is garbage. We need to go do this." And she goes to get up. He's like, "Sit down." She's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> He's like, "No." Which I kind of love that this dude's got these revolvers. Those I mean, just these these two revolvers are are what he's. Everybody's got like. Semi-automatic pistols, um, machine guns and shit, and he's got the 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 the, stru- the holsters with the two revolvers, the, the, the back holsters, That's his the side holsters. He's the, the cowboy. But again, hey, he's running the show. He's the sheriff yeah. in town now. So when she's going to leave, and he or he's like, "No, sit down." Mm-hmm. Um, he looks over at this other guy, Steel. Right, I think that was his name, and he's like, "Shooter," and the dude's kind of laughing, and he's like, "I'm being serious, shooter," and he's like. He's like, oh, oh, shit. And so he stands up, and he points the gun at her. Well, he pulls the gun on this dude because he's not yeah. taking it seriously. And he says, all right, if you're not going to shoot her, I'm going to shoot you. And so he goes, and he stands up, and he's basically asserting his dominance. He's like, I am the one running the show here. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. This world is not what it used to be. These are my men, and we're done. We're done playing your scientist games. Yeah. We're, we're doing what I say now. Yep. And then... Dr. Frankenstein, well, she sits down finally. Dr. Frankenstein comes in 
and uh, is basically like we're working. There's a lot coming. We're very this. close this to huge. a breakthrough. It's very huge, and this guy's like, "Fuck you!" Like he, this guy is just so this this new just guy is just like completely. Bag, he's like, "We're gonna do what we want to do," and um, and Doc Frankenstein looks at him and, and he's like, "Well, well, the other guy, the, the military guy, he's like, well, we're just gonna leave. We're gonna leave you guys here. We don't need you. You need us. We don't need you." And Doc says, "Where are you gonna go?" Yeah, yeah. Where are you saying, gonna go? So tell me, where are you gonna take your men? And you can t- see he's just kind of annoyed by that. Yeah, because he knows he's right. So um, they all leave, right? Um, our main character, she ends up going off to meet the black dude and the other guy that, yes. that was the piloting the helicopter with him, who apparently has a drinking problem. He just loves to drink. He's drink, drink, drinking. Yeah, and they bring it up in that meeting, and he goes, all right, I'm going to keep drinking um, because fuck you, and there's nothing else to do in the world's ending. Yeah. Um, so she goes to meet with them, and they're just like, yeah, this is not... So this whole thing with the zombies is because like of us. God's pissed at us. This is yeah. a punishment, and we have to deal with it, right? No matter mm-hmm. what we do, the breakthroughs aren't going to work. Trying to save people and, 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 and save the world isn't going to work. Let's just take the helicopter, go off to a deserted island, and just live the rest of our days out. And um, she's like, no, we can't do that. This is the second time. Yeah. Second time they have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein is like, I want you guys to see what I'm working on so that you can understand. Mm-hmm. And he, so he brings her and, and the, the military guys over, and he says, check this out. And there's this zombie there, right? And then they're chained, and like pets, they're chained up. And he goes, watch this. And the, it, Whoever this one is, this one looks great. The makeup on this on Bub looks amazing. Yeah. Calls him Bub. Well, yeah, he's the main zombie. They're going to spend a lot yeah. of time on this guy. Everybody else is just and he's basically extras. trying to explain to him that we can, we can, you know, we can teach them, we can show them how to act so that they're not killing us, right? Like they, mm-hmm. we can do these things. Yeah, there's something about this zombie though that there's he he talks about how they retain specific memories, certain memories, like traces of memories from their pre- previous life. Yes, and when he sees the when he sees the the military guy there, like he legit salutes him. The zombie mm-hmm. salutes him, and Doctor Frankenstein tells the military guys, "Like salute him back, like show, see what he does." And he's like, "Fuck you, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that." <laughs> but see, it's even before this point. I feel like we see within these zombies, and this is one of the things I really like about the movie. Because when they remember at the beginning, she went off to help them collect a couple zombies, right? Yeah. Um, in that moment when they're capturing those two zombies, those two zombies look like they know once they're in that trap, oh, shit, I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. All the other zombies go in here, and then they don't come back. Yeah. Cattle have the same set of mind. Yep. Uh, a lot of animals nowadays do with the way we wrangle them, and we kill them for food and everything like that. So you can see that they've got this sort of learning capability, and their minds just aren't as brainless as yeah. we typically think zombies are. There's a learning aspect to it. And there's uh, there, there's more to their brain yeah. and their brain function and their memory retention and what um, they're able to understand. Yeah. And now we're seeing it on full display. Now we have the girl, right, our, our main character. She is sitting in the room, kind of leaning up against the wall, staring at her boyfriend laying mm-hmm. on, the, on the thing. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks over at her and starts to get up and you can see he's all fucked up like somebody just like tore his stomach open yeah and, and then it just slides out, out and hits yeah. the floor and Oof. she just jumps awake she was dreaming again she looks over and he's there and he's he's starting to wake up from being sedated and he's not happy about it nope not happy at all he's basically like who do you think you are you, you, you know you can't just do this kind of a thing yep they fight for a little bit and he ends up leaving uh, now it's time to go, and they're going to corral a bunch of different zombies, right? They have to go and like bring the zombies in. Because where they are is like this. Yeah, this is the second time they go back to corral some yeah. more zombies. So they go back to corral these zombies, and um, the Hispanic dude's Cause just it's like, going. Because they're underground. It's like an underground tunnel system, yeah. and there's like all these zombies down there. The Hispanic guy is just like not paying attention. He's like really just not doing well. Yep, and he causes a zombie to break free, and it starts just killing. It kills two two of the military guys and bites a Hispanic guy. Yeah, he tries to go and fight and kill this thing now because it's loose, right? He goes and tries to kill it, and it and he starts getting overtaken and wrestling around, and this thing just bites his arm. Yep, one of the guys that dies is uh, one of the actors is uh, Greg Nicotero. Yeah, I saw that. That's He's, cool. Uh, 
And it's funny because he spent half the movie acting and then he gets killed off just so he can go back and work on the makeup. Right. Uh, For those who don't know, Greg Nicotero would uh, go on to work on The Walking Dead and have a heavy, heavy hand in that show. Yeah, no kidding. He goes running, dude. He goes running and and, uh, the main character chases him down. And then she has to like literally amputate his arm. Yeah. That's crazy. Cuts it right off, dude. Yep, cuts it right off. Um, Carterizes the wound. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that was crazy. Imagine the smell, bro. Yep. Military guys are like, no, he needs to die. We know what's going to happen. We need to shoot him yep. and kill him. And they're like, no, you can't kill him. And, this, and is where, uh, this is where society underground in this bunker starts to fall apart. Yep. And um, this is where the, then the main military guy just has had enough. He's like, done. Experiment's done. I don't care what you guys say. I'm in charge now, mm-hmm. and I'm really in charge. <clears throat> we're going to round you guys up, and we're, put, we're, sending, we're setting you out. We're sending you out. Also, we're going to destroy all the zombies that you have here captured, right? Now, so Sarah, our main character, has to go with the with is the drunk guy? No, the Jamaican guy. Where did she? Who was it? She, it was the Jamaican guy where they heard the recording from Doctor Frankenstein. He had gone crazy. You could tell he's gone crazy. No, it was her because they went and recorded. It was her, her and the drunk guy. It was the drunk guy. That's who. Yeah, it was. because um, because then they then the military guys come in. And that's when we find out that they're going to get rid of him. And he says, look, I'm serious. That's when he kills Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, he no, he kills Frankenstein because they find out he was using military the, bodies. bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not happy about that. No. So, um, yeah, they find it. He's all pissed off. He's like, what the hell have you been doing? And he's like, look, you have to understand this is for the greater good. We're doing good stuff here. We're really moving ahead. And he just shoots him, just takes him out right away. Yeah. And now our other our other survivors are like, what the fuck? These scientists are like, yeah, this this is not good. Yeah, because she left the helicopter pilot back with uh, with the 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 guy with no arm. Yep. Uh, basically, telling him to watch him, and if we don't come back in thirty minutes, come get us. Yeah. So he takes their weapons. Yep. He goes back to 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 get the 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 making guy. And uh, he's there with his gun. He's like, no, you need to drop it. We're gonna kill this scientist. Like, I'll literally kill him right now. Yep. Drop your weapon. He drops the weapon. He says, all right, you're going to fly us out of here. And Jamaican guy's like, we're not all going to fit. He's like, no, just me and my men and you. And he goes, that's not okay. What about these them? He goes, well, we're going to kill them. And he's like, no, you got to let them go or I'm not doing this. Yep. I don't care. You can kill me. And then how good luck flying, but we're not doing this. And so he goes, all right, we'll let them go. <laughs> they're going to let him go out into where all the fucking all the zombies, zombies are, are that they're collecting specimens. And this guy's like, what the fuck? That's not the plan. And he tries to fight off and, and, uh, they stop him, right? You're yep. like, yeah, you're not going to do this. And then they say, okay, well, guess what? Now, now you're going to do it. And he says, I'm still not going to do it. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. And so he shoots the fucking <laughs> scientist right there, the assistant. Yeah. It just blasts him in the head, drops him dead. He's like, okay, okay, okay. We'll do this. We'll do this. Cut to Dr. Frankenstein's laboratory. Mm. Bub escapes. I feel I feel for Bub. Yeah. I love Bub. I feel bad for Bub. He comes across the Dr. Frankenstein's dead body and you can see he's sad. Yes. He's like again, he starts there's mourning. More to them than our typical zombie. Brain dead zombie. And he looks down on the ground and there's a pistol there. Now, a few scenes earlier when Dr. Frankenstein was showing how Bub can do these things and he was saluting, he also gave him a gun that was not An that, empty that was gun. not yeah, loaded. Yes. But he, he knew how to aim the military and, and pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Um, so now so that he already didn't like the guy make the like like bub. Yeah. So now he sees this gun and mm-hmm. he's like bend, bending down and picking it up and he starts shuffling away. And the gun's loaded this time. Yeah. Hispanic guy is freaking out. He's all bandaged up, right? They bandaged mm-hmm. his arm up and everything, and he's gone. He's not doing well. Yeah. So he leaves. Yep. He literally goes out, opens the compound, right. Let's all the zombies into the compound above ground. So mm-hmm. that's starting to happen, and he starts running back to where the the drop elevator is. Yep. They knew something was going on because from underground they can hear the elevators working. Yeah. So a couple of men went to go see what the hell was going on, and they saw that the elevator was up, but they couldn't bring it down because all of the wirings the controlling it up. from yeah. the bottom were fucked up. So it could only be controlled at the top. Meanwhile, this this head of the military is trying to chase down you know, uh, the main characters to kill. He's done. He's, he's done with this. He's going to try to kill him. They took his guns. Mm-hmm. The zombies are starting to slowly come in, and he's, he's off. He's got to take, he's got to get out of here. All of a sudden, we go back above ground. The Hispanic dude starts getting swarmed by zombies just as he hits the, the, the elevator the to bring to him down. down. Yep. And they're like, what the hell? 
now it's all men for themselves, right? It's like the military guys are like, you need to help us, and, and they're trying to shoot these guys off, and the, the zombies are getting them and overtaking them, and the main military guy's trying to run, and he comes across Bub. And Bub's lumbering around, and he realizes, oh, shit, Bub's got a gun. Yeah, and he, he points, knows how to use it. Yeah, he points the gun at him a couple times and takes some shots and misses, but then the next time it hits him in the shoulder. Yep. And he's, like, shocked he's shot, right? And I like this, though. Because in this part of your arm, this this part of your shoulder that's just below like the clavicle, mm-hmm. right? And there's a scene where he's running and he's trying to get into a room and he uses the arm to open that door. And as soon as he even touches to start twisting that that knob, he winces and cries out in pain. Thank you. Attention to detail. I hate when you see actors that get shot and all of a sudden they're moving freely, like it doesn't hurt at yeah. all. Yeah. Like what are you talking about, right? No, I hear you. So um, he's like fucking. He goes and keeps trying to run. Oh no, he goes in the room. And he sees the shadow of Bub walking by. Mm, mm-hmm. And so he pulls the gun and he points it at the shadow and he's like, goodbye, Bub. I'm going to kill you. And just as he's about to pull the trigger, a zombie jumps out from behind him and grabs him mm-hmm. and starts going at him. And yeah, what does he do? He opens a door somewhere and then they all start coming well, at him. He starts running yep. uh, down a hallway. Bub's still coming after him. He gets to the, the doorway and the door opens and there's all these zombies in there, other ones from the uh, up above. Yep. And so he stops and he turns around and starts running back towards Bub because he's got nothing else he can do. Yep. And Bub shoots him and he goes down and then the zombies overtake him. Yep. The Jamaican dude fights off the two guys that, that were trying to, that his captors. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes down to save... Uh, the two guys, the the lady and the alcoholic from the corrals. Yep, they start heading out. Right, one of the military guys, Steel, and Steel ends up getting like he, all these guys are coming at him, and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing yep. this. I'm bit. Awesome I'm not going to turn into this." He kills himself. Um, I don't blame him, dude. The three main characters are our Jamaican guy, our alcoholic, and our lead lady make it to the surface, mm-hmm. and they look up and realize, "Holy shit! All of these zombies are inside the compound," and they see the helicopter. And they see that they're probably a few hundred yards from the helicopter. And on the other side of the helicopter, a few hundred yards are the zombies. And it's a break for it. They just run for it. They go. They go. They run. She jumped. They all start jumping in the thing. And just as they're about to go, the zombies jump in and overtake them. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up. Was it all a dream? No. Basically, we're shown that they did escape. Mm-hmm. It's a few days later. Yep. She is at a like one of these little resorts areas. Yep. There's the helicopter off to the side. Yeah. And they she's got marking fucking beach, bro. And she's marking up a calendar and you can see it's like day six, five or six of November now. So it's a few days later now. Yeah. And that's our film. I did yep. skip a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, there's missed, a lot more that happened. But, but. The, the the movie is legit. So the whole point of this movie is not to watch the outbreak, not to watch the survival of of where we didn't know what was going on, and these things are coming and getting people. This was, we knew what was happening. On a small scale, how does society break down immediately, right? Yeah. Also, the mentality of science versus brute strength, right? Like the idea to let's use our heads to get out of this as opposed to let's just shoot our way out of it. Toxic masculinity. Um, Yes, exactly. How fast it becomes a fascist or or dictatorship, right? Whoever has the guns. Well, and, and, and it's actually a good comment because it says, yeah, science might be smart and know the, know the way, and it's better. It's going to take longer, maybe. Um, but people don't have the patience for that. People don't care. Um, and the people who have the guns don't care either. Yeah. So you're basically at the liberty of what the people with the guns want you to do. Not a good uh, uh, model for society. So but I'm yeah, sure. dude, this, is, uh, this was another one of his installments in these the, the dead films, and we see, you know him again it became about the people it wasn't about the monsters the monsters were the people who were just kind of you know Mm -hmm. the things they were dealing with some one of the guys going crazy absolutely crazy the other guy uh things going you know two of them went crazy the the doctor scientist did too doctor scientist doctor scientist doctor frankenstein frankenstein um so those things happened dude um yeah it was um it's a, it's definitely not just a survival film in terms of like no. what you're used to when you come to zombie films. No, and again, um, I knew that coming in um, because, again, I've seen the remake of, of Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. I always get them mixed up. That's why. They're so fucking similar in name. I can't keep them straight. Yeah. Um, and so I knew it was going to be more about the people. Yeah. Which is what I like. That's how he does his films, though. That's the thing. 
Well, yeah. Because a lot I'm of glad. people will focus a lot on the zombies, the survival aspect, but he likes to interact with. The and that's great, but that can only be done interpersonal relationships. So many ways, so many times. The politics, the yes, emotion. The- because I love. I went to school for anthropology, and I love studying people. Mm-hmm. Why do people do the things they do? Taking a look at society and trying to deconstruct it. So now you're taking society and deconstructing it in a petri dish while it's being infected uh with a virus you know what i mean yeah um and it's just it's interesting to me to look at it from that aspect instead of just a zombie movie yeah um but again like you said you're talking romero you're talking 1985 you're talking tom savini on these effects dude yeah these were good when the stomach was spilling out that was the, amazing. The guy in the dream, I'm like, oh, dude, that is so gnarly looking. I'm like, ugh. It is. It's really done well. And then, and then at times you're like, this is really low budget. Well, like, so because I, yes. you can only do so many zombies before yes. you're actually just kind of quick, 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 go. All right, you're next. Quick, 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 go. You're next. You know. And we know that better than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Could you imagine if the he put the amount of time he did into Bub into Every, Every single, single extra, one. forget it. You know what you'd have? The Walking Dead. Yeah, there you go. You'd have to have the time to do it. And But don't forget, a lot of The Walking Dead is also CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can go back in and touch things up that way. They didn't have that kind of technology back then. Very true. So it's, um, it's definitely a product of its time. But yeah. For that, I love it. Yeah. I feel like the, again, like I said, it, it felt like a daytime television movie yeah and i feel like the majority i I feel like a big part of that lended to the fact that they cut his fucking budget in half and didn't let him do what he wanted to do because that well he didn't want to he elected to take a lower budget yes because they put him in a position you either have to take the lower budget or you got to make an r-rated movie and he said well i want to do an unrated movie and do what i want so he says i'm taking half the budget and i feel like that lent into ended up having that feeling because you got to be careful with your money and frugal with your spending. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to watch this in black and white and see how it feels. Yeah, that would be interesting. It should be dope. That would be very interesting. Tidbits, you got any any brain bits? Any brain bits? Any bits of gore? Um any gory gory dude. bits. That's what we're going to start calling them, the gory bits. Um so the alligator at the beginning of the movie, yes. I don't know, I'm just kidding. was a robot. Um so the the one actor in the military in this movie, one of the guys that gets shot, is Greg Nicotero. Yeah. Um, and he's the one whose head is laying on the table, right? Yeah. So I guess he went on vacation at one point, and he took the head with him. Nah. And played a prank on his poor poor mother. <gasps> oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah, scared the shit out of her, I guess. That's but, amazing. Uh, that's, uh, I, I would do that. That's funny, dude. I would do that, because that's funny as hell, dude. Hell, yeah. Um. So, our Jamaican friend, alternate casting, I guess, Tony Todd auditioned for the Oh, role. wow. Interesting. I feel like if it was Tony Todd, it would have Very young Tony Todd, then. Very much, because Tony Todd reminds me of the guy, the, the actor in the original Younger. one, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, they, really? They, they remind me of each well, other Well, didn't he much. play the, that character in the, in the remake? In the movie? I don't know. In I a remake. The remake. I think so. Um but he reminds me a lot of the character. His stature, the way he is, the way he looks, the way he his mannerisms are very similar. Um, so that would have been very interesting. Yeah, he did in the color remake. That's what I thought, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yep. Uh, the 1990 version. Um, so, and I'm sure you've known this. We've heard this before. This is no secret. So those fantastic, fantastic uh, special effects and makeup job for the guts spilling out of people's bodies were actual pig intestines. They used actual pig intestines, and that's why it looks so good, because that's it's awesome. real fucking guts, dude. It's not plastic or anything fake or but made on a on a. what studio. happens with real guts, dude? They rot, and they, they stink. They rot. So I when it gets hotter and hotter, it stinks it worse and worse. Pretty gnarly down there working with all this shit, dude. So that that dude, that Hispanic dude, going old, crazy was really legit I think going it was an crazy. Old mine that they used. Wow. And it's now an underground storage facility for important wow. documents. Um, but yeah, dude, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, Damn. that's all I had uh, for tidbits. Um, cool. I'm still. <sighs> For as much as I enjoy this movie and I like this movie, I'm still thrown off by that alligator, dude. I don't get it. It's Florida. 
Okay. Go that to makes, Florida. That's all you needed it. to say. Florida is a completely different place, dude. Yeah, it's Florida. You'll get it. I get you. <laughs> all right. Awesome, dude. We're going to come back next week with another 1985 film. Yes, we are. What is it? Um, We are coming back. Have I seen this? With one I have seen once. Um, and I don't know why I decided to go and see the movie. It was just kind of like, oh, I've never seen this. I'm just going to watch it. But yeah. um, not doing werewolves, not doing vampires. We're going back to uh, uh, not doing zombies. I mean, we're going back to vampires. Oh, okay. Okay. Fright Night. Ooh, I like Fright Night, dude. I've seen that many, many, many times. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I've Good. seen it a lot of times. I like Fright Night. It's a fun film. Good. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, to go it'll be into. a good one. Like I said, I've seen it once and I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I think I'm to gonna, revisit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start making. Be... Go ahead. No, go ahead. It'll be fun to revisit it with the lens that I've been watching these movies through because now I'm exactly watching it in a different light. Exactly, and I think I'm going to start making it a point to write down a lot of the the kind of beats of the film to kind of stay on task because it's harder when I'm just trying to go straight well, see, off here, memory. But dude. here's the thing, dude. I've told you this before. We did an episode of Tube Time the other day for uh, for we did an episode yeah. of Stranger Things, right? And we literally watched it and then came up here and recorded. Yeah. And I have told you this before. I said, I can watch something and then we can go and record it. I'm still not going to remember yeah. beat for beat all the way through exactly all the scenes in order. Um, and it, it's that way with this movie. And it doesn't help that the entire movie takes place in the same fucking location. Yeah. Because it, hard, to break it makes up. it harder to differentiate between scenes. When it happened, yes. Yes. Yes, so exactly. This one is very difficult in that sense if you don't have it written down or you're yep. not reading it, I feel. Um but, but we'll see. Yeah. Fright night will be fun. Oh, it'll be good. Until good then time. We appreciate you listening to us, Shadow People. Uh make sure to head over to social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, OOTS Pod, or Out of the Shadows Podcast. And and keep your eyes peeled for that out of the shit. Oh, maybe not by the shadows, but that for that YouTube channel. Yep, it's coming. Um, we'll definitely let you know where to find it on YouTube. Until next time, it's been real. We'll see you on the other side. But remember, keep your eye on the shadows.